Hi and welcome to another episode of Up Next. This is your host Ali Murtadam, and on this week's episode, I'm joined by none other than makeup artist, content creator, and presenter Nadine Hassam. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So, hi Nadine, and welcome on Up Next. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's an absolute pleasure to have you yeah. on. I'm so happy to be here, honestly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's amazing to have you on because uh, I really want to get your take on, you know, being a creator and being a makeup artist, especially that you do it completely differently from everyone else, at least from the, from the people that I've seen, which is why you are doing what you're doing now and you've catapulted into the creator that you are now. So Thank without you. any further ado, why don't we start off by giving you the mic to tell us a bit more about yourself and what you do? Okay. So uh, I label myself as a content creator and makeup artist, but mostly like creative makeup artist. That's what it's called. So there's like fashion, editorial, da 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 da. I label myself as creative makeup artist. Uh, I try to do like fashion content every now and then. So that's why I don't call myself a fashion content creator, just fashion lover, because I do it my way, like, you know. And yeah, presenting here and there, modeling here and there, but absolutely love that now you know usually how we start the episode is by taking it back to the very very beginning so why don't you talk a bit more about you getting into the whole content creation scene because you know everyone has an instagram page right realistically everyone has a profile so when did it start to become more than just you know posting a picture out with your friends and starting to create content for people and for your growing audience okay uh, I feel like with me, it's a very unusual like <laughs> journey because I, I think you know, but I play karate since I was a kid. So I grew up pretty like tomboy. Uh, karate is my number one priority. Like I don't even go out because of it. So how did that switch into makeup? I don't remember exactly how it started, but I know I always used to watch like tutorials and like especially Nikki tutorials because like she's known like creative icon so it just started from there like I just kept watching 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 and then I hit a very like depressive episode in my life like very bad phase and I just like found myself go to makeup you know like my mom got me this palette for my birthday it stayed in my drawer I'm like me makeup like how like I go play karate with the guys and get bruised and like makeup who So then I just found myself like going and like, okay, I want to do something. I got some like crystals and da 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 from like the stationery and stuff to like be creative with. And that's how it started. I just kept doing that and I uploaded it on my private account. And all my friends were like, it's cute, cute, but like, what? (laughs) What are you doing? Like, what's the point of that purple blush, blah, blah, blah? And I just kept like going with it. That's how it started. I absolutely love that. And now, you know, something that I was saying in the beginning is that you do it completely different from everyone. Because there, are, yeah. to be honest, right, there are so many makeup artists and content creators on this planet, right? So many. There's one might argue that there's too many, <laughs> but not in any bad way, honestly. Like, if you love something, yeah, absolutely yeah. do it. But the reason that 
at least in my humble opinion, and I'm sure from your perspective too, is that you were able to grow yourself and diversify everything that you do. Like you're saying, you do content for fashion, you do lifestyle uh, blogs, you are, you are a creator, you're a presenter, you were on an NBC4 show, I think, and you've yeah. hosted so many events. So you have taken yourself you know, quite differently, and this is why you're still here. This is why you're still growing. So before we get into how you got into all of that, did you ever see yourself reaching this level or trying to reach this level, at least when you first started out, you know, switching from karate to playing, playing around with makeup? <laughs> okay, I don't switch, okay? I still do karate. <laughs> but... Uh, honestly, when I first started, it was just my way of expression and I was just doing it for the sake of like, it was kind of my escape. Okay. At the beginning, I didn't think of it as anything. It was just for me, like with my friends. That's it. Like my friends just see it. Then people started going like, okay, Nadine, like what you're, what you're doing is so creative. No one does that. Then this was like four or five years ago, creative makeup here, at least in this industry, like in UAE dead like at least I didn't know any other artists at the time you know now see a lot but anyways so yeah that's how it just started I kept like uploading more expressing myself more and then from expressing it became like like work ethic like it became a thing like I want to do a lot because I want to put myself out there a lot but I didn't know about Instagram a lot I was just posting I didn't know like the techniques and the hashtags and all of that so <laughs> I mean it's so important I mean like literally a page without it is nothing but like that was it then I started like getting a lot of like interactions uh in the musically phase I've been there for so long on musically was still an app yeah so then that's it like it just went from there still I wasn't serious until last December so I've been on Instagram for four years and it wasn't serious like all along like I was just doing it for fun I knew like someday I'd be somewhere but I didn't know when and I wasn't stressing on it I mean, honestly, that's the best thing. Like, you know, you're enjoying what you're doing. You keep doing it. You put in the you put in the effort, and yeah. who knows what's gonna happen. Yeah, sure. It gets stressful at times, but yeah. it wasn't the goal. Like, it wasn't like, okay, I need to get somewhere at the specific time. Like, I was just doing it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's funny actually that you mentioned musically too, because that app I I even forgot it ex- ever existed, right? <laughs> and then for some reason when I was like 14 I had videos from like school and then now they went on TikTok no and I didn't even know that account existed anymore until like someone found it randomly on their for you page and sent it to me and I have spent like the last week trying to bury that account for life and it's still there no one will ever find it no one will ever find it I pray they do I'll I'll, if they do I'll retire you. I'll genuinely retire everything <laughs> I cannot show <laughs> a split it was the big thing honestly like anyone it, it was advantage of that phase is like very big now for sure 100 100%. 100%. i think it was like kind of the vine you know seeing all these people on vine mm-hmm. mating it so you're like you, you, yeah. if you want to do something you gotta go now <laughs> exactly like do the vine people kind of laid the way that- yeah because i think that was the same time vine got deleted so yeah they went there exactly everyone was like oh music used in a flop oh but it kind of did flop eventually but those that yeah. were able to hop on it early are blowing up now i think they yep. still are on tiktok and stuff like they that they still are yeah because yeah. like, they switched their accounts so yeah they probably thing. bought them yeah <laughs> <laughs> and now you know yeah. on to the second part of, a, of the question that i was telling you about which is diversifying yourself and going into 
different things other than just makeup and all that. So how yeah. were you able to do all of that and kind of just not have yourself as a makeup artist or limit yourself in that bubble? Okay, so I told you that when I started makeup, I already felt like in the beginning that like my makeup is very different. And I used it as a way of expressing myself. Like when I go out and stuff, I don't usually like use like makeup, blah, blah, blah. So it was just my the way I express myself. So that's how it turned into like fashion or love for fashion. Because I would do a makeup look and I'm like, hmm, like what would I wear with this? So then it became that. And slowly, because I used to always just wear jerseys and sweatpants and just like what I wear to go to training. I'm serious. I swear. I would go to a hangout with just sweatpants and like a basic shirt. And if you see my Instagram now, you would not believe me. So yeah. So it, it, that's how it started. Like just creative makeup and like, okay, what would I match this look with? So then I think of an outfit and I feel like sticking to what I do. And that's like creative makeup made my personality really strong. So it allowed me to like diversify to like other things. Like I'm just bold and in my own way so that gave me the strength and like the confidence to do everything else like I just put myself out there regardless and like my work speaks for myself so it backs me up so, like okay you want me to present I'll present you want me to host I'll host like kind of energy yeah yeah I mean I think you always have to do that right you always have to yeah. know what you're doing and then always be open for different things because you never know like for example you could just think no I'm just a makeup artist I don't want to present and then yeah. you try out this presenting thing you're like yo maybe I want to do this over makeup right or maybe I want to put effort into both equally so I mean yeah. that's the thing like you do your niche you do your thing and then doors will open up for you then you can decide yeah. like who knows maybe you can take the experience absolutely hated but at least it told you that this is not what you want to do but like you know it's some way like some way related you know like the beauty match uh, NBC4 show it's about fashion and it was kind of also related to makeup because I got to like do my own looks and go on tv and people see my crazy looks which I got a lot of hate on besides the porn <laughs> but and then the hosting when I hosted that event it was also about makeup so I feel like if I didn't stick like to who I am I would just be like even though there's nothing bad with it but like I would just be another person you know there's like just another person that has a page so I feel like Absolutely. that's the main reason and actually now, on the back of what you just said, you know, being just another person or another creator or another makeup artist. Now, we've been saying throughout this episode that there is a lot of makeup artists. There is a lot of content mm-hmm. creators, which is, you know, it's not a bad thing at all, right? There is never one actor. There is never one singer. There is never. And that's the beauty of it, right? It creates competition. It makes you more creative, more innovative. You know, you have to be yourself. You have to think outside of the box to shine and to stand out. So you have been doing this for a while now. You've been doing this for years that you're just saying four or five years and you've seen your fair share of creators. You've been on the other side of agencies when they choose and shows when they present. So kind of in your perspective, what differentiates a creator that keeps growing or a makeup artist, for example, that keeps growing or someone that just stays at the level they started in without not really going anywhere, but just not catching up to the rest that already have taken off? Wow. Okay. This hits a bit because <laughs> of something I recently went through. But like, honestly, see, it's a combination of like, obviously, hard work, uh, talent. I believe like, especially artists and like creators, etc. You can be very talented, but if you don't have hard work and like consistency that backs that up, like, who's gonna see your talents? You know. So these two things, 
consistency uh believing yourself and truly not just like i mean no like you truly do because like life is gonna hit you from all directions and if you don't believe in yourself you're not gonna make it i know so many artists that like started and like something hit them and then you stop and i relate to that because like i like had so many downfalls you know so these things and honestly whether i would want to accept it or not luck luck whether it's like in your favor or not like luck if you got this opportunity to get exposure or not uh, a page reposted you or not like you see any any artist that like is like big now in their beginning someone reposted them someone like there or they went viral for their own content so there's like two sides but luck honestly plays a big role but, like if you get lucky and you don't have like hard work and talent to back it up then you'll get lucky for a second and it goes but if you're lucky and you deserve it it stays and like you know you get the benefit out of it So these things that like differs like person who made it and a person who's still making it or didn't. Definitely, I think luck too is very important. Just people think, oh, this guy is not lucky. This is why he is where he is. But in the end of the day, luck isn't really just you know pure random, right? You yeah. if you like let's let's take the scenario that you were talking about of a page reposting you if you weren't doing good content if you weren't doing different exactly. content if you weren't being consistent they weren't going to repost you they don't just do a random poll and pull your number out to be like ah we're yeah. reposting Nadine's post no uh, your work your effort right your uh, the quality of it kind of puts you in that position where you can get lucky and once you're lucky yeah. you have to keep going because how many viral human beings have we seen that just took off in let's say a week or two got all the followers in the world all the brand deals and actually even went to on super bowl uh, advertisements right so as big as it gets in the whole content world and you don't even remember the name if you see them now they won't you won't even notice them because they didn't develop from themselves right they didn't okay so yeah. i got you know luck quote unquote got me to this position how do i maintain it right or how do i keep growing how do i at least stay constant and not just you know have people forget who i am exactly. by the week after so it, i i don't yeah. think there's anything that is you know pure chance uh, you know there is yeah, like no. oh you know this person made it i'm still not i still didn't because they got lucky no you have to no, put yourself honestly, in a position where you like, can get lucky yeah but they are like unlucky like people <laughs> like you can get so unlucky in this industry like you can do it all and you're still not getting anywhere but you will at some point but like just that that phase until you do is tiring i've been there like you know but like you know like I, i always do makeup because it's passion so whenever i get like sad or like i'm not doing it anymore and like i'm not getting recognition i just like ground myself to like you know the essence of like okay i do makeup because it's something i love doing nothing nothing else if something more happens great it doesn't like i stick to like you know my roots <laughs> Exactly. And this is what keeps you continuing, right? Because other people will be like, well, it's been a year, it's been 18 months, I still didn't get a brand deal, you know, uh, I don't know, Sephora or whatever. If that was the case, I'd be done long time ago. <laughs> you know, Sephora or whatever, are not, are not uh, calling me, my picture isn't in one of the Emirates. Yeah, uh, this isn't for me. This isn't how it works. Like, this is what keeps you going. And I think actually as cliche and as stupid as it sounds, But when it doesn't work for you repeatedly, then there is like always something in disguise there, right? There's a blessing in disguise, at least in my opinion, right? Uh, there's yeah. always something that will work out in the end. Like literally just yesterday, 
which is Sunday as we record the, as just we're recording on Monday. Mm-hmm. I just gotta get my calendar check. Uh, there's this uh, German football player, right? He's in the Euros now, and this guy went from an absolute nobody to literally uh, probably the underdog of the tournament. This guy, when he was 17, wow. got rejected from a professional team. When he was 18, got rejected from the police because he had to retire from football because no one wanted him, right? And then he got rejected from the police because he had one leg that was shorter than the other. And then he went into an, a semi-professional team for two years, didn't play, didn't touch a ball, and then stayed in this cycle until he was like 25, I think, or 24. And wow. two years later, when he's 27 or 28, this guy is literally the star of one of the greatest football competitions in history. And it's only up from there. Right. So this guy, I'm sure when he was going through all this, is like all these doors are closing in my face. You know, uh, I couldn't be a footballer. Now I can't even be a police officer. I can't be anything. Right. You know, nothing is yeah. opening for me. And little did he know. Because he didn't stop, you know, he could have just went into whatever Mm-mm. career and just ditched football. But if it wasn't for him continuing, he wouldn't have become what he is now. And th- this is the thing, right? You always say, and it's hard to accept it as it happens, right? Like, oh, there's something beyond yeah, the door. You're the like, moment. no, screw this. Yeah, you're like, screw this. This isn't for me or whatever. But then when you love, when you do something because you genuinely love it, like, for example, like you're saying, you do this because it's your passion. I, I, I earn negative from the podcast. and like a hard negative. You know, I haven't had like oh a, a dollar coming to my podcast. I don't care. And I never tried to monetize yeah. the podcast either. I do this because I love this. You know, I enjoy having these yeah. conversations. I would have them without the podcast. I mean, just the only difference is that there's a mic. And I would just keep talking and asking questions randomly. I feel like when you're truly passionate, like, yeah, more doors close and you're like, okay, give me another one. <laughs> you know, and like, I'm, I'm still doing what I want. You know, I don't care if yeah. whoever comes up to me and is like, hey, can you put this behind you when you're recording? Sure, whatever. But, you know, this isn't why I do this. Like, no one ever starts a checklist with like, okay, by month three, $500. By month six, I want the Red Bull fridge behind me when I stream or whatever. This isn't how yeah. it is. You know, you, you gotta do something because yeah. you like it. And I get that so many people won't understand this. So when people say, oh, this is just a cringy Instagram coat you know this is whatever whatever oh yeah. if it was this easy everyone would have it's done the it. essence honestly like exactly. of course monetize your talent at some point like if you can great and i know i'd reach a point where like okay like i want to switch because it is kind of my career but it's not like my life depends on it right now you know and i don't want to make it reach a point where my life depends on it because i still want to like you know protect the fact that like makeup and like content creation is my passion but I truly also believe in like monetizing your talent because it's your talent. So why not? You know? Yeah. So, so there's two sides. Like don't make it like monetizing your talent to the point where if you're not getting any benefits, you're done, but balance it. Don't give out like, you know, time is money. You know, like, like they say, <laughs> don't give out like your talent, like, you know, to brand, to people that just for free, sometimes of course for free, but like when you want to monetize it, then absolutely like, Support the literally idea. L- like don't get paid an exposure ever <laughs> <laughs> sometimes to begin with to begin okay yeah later 
Yeah, I think you gotta, in the end of the day, recognize the value that you're bringing to whoever wants to partner with you, mm. right? Because yes, obviously you'll be getting value from them, but they wouldn't approach you if it wasn't, you know, something on the other side too. No, no business does True. charity in that sense. It'd be like, you know, what? Nadine seems like a good creator. Let's just have her on our show, you know? I want to do a good deed. No, that's not how it is. Like they yeah. clearly see a benefit. And if, when you do add value, just like how whoever, you know, selected you for that show adds value to the company. So they get a paycheck. It goes the same way for you as a creator, as mm. an influencer, whatever it is. But like to begin with, like if a small creator, then I'd say like pass on some, obviously like free stuff. I still pass on some free like work opportunities until now, but like some and very specific and like they like there has to be a very big benefit that i'm getting for me to go like okay you know actually i'm i'm glad that you mentioned that because something that i always think of like whenever i see creators doing brand deeds or whatever and this is Mm -hmm. i have another question about this that i will ask you later on but how do you like when you're picking your brand deal or when a brand reaches out to you how do you determine, or at least from your perspective, why should I work with you or should I work with you beyond, you know, whatever benefits you're getting? Because I always think that you got to mm-hmm. stick true to you, what you do and to your audience. So how yeah. do you, for example, pick your brands and like recommend anyone that wants to do the same to pick theirs? Okay, honestly, I like so far, it's brands that reached out to me. I still didn't get the time to like reach out to like other brands I want to work with. But from the brands that reached out to me, one, I make sure, like, let's say they're going to send me this product to promote it. Okay. I do my own research on the product. And especially because, like, I'm beauty slash, like, makeup and skincare related. I know how it's going to be a very big damage if I promote something that's not good. And, like, it's going to be a damage on me and then, like, other people. But let's say this is, like, one of the examples I have. I was promoting a headphones brand. Okay. So when the brand reached out to me, I was like, sure, I will promote it. But like, your quality needs to be up to par because I can't just like go like, okay, let me just promote it. I got the headphones. I tried it. It was amazing. And that's when I went all and beyond, you know, like I went all and beyond with promoting. So I feel like when it comes to picking brands, you should just do your own research on the product, on the company, also on the brand itself. Uh, You know, they're like, it's especially for makeup creators, they're not going against you and like other, like, like they don't test on um, animals or like they're vegan or like whoever. It's It differs from a person to another. Like what I look for is different than another makeup artist or whatever. So just make sure like their background matches yours. Uh, stuff like that, honestly. And just be true to yourself. Exactly. Like I won't promote something I wouldn't like use on a daily basis. You know, like if I get something that I'll just use once and throw it just to promote it and get money out of it, I'm, I'm not going to promote. Because yeah, I think it really alienates people. And I think like I thought as, as someone that consumes content, I remember I was talking about this on another episode too. Remember the whole um, teeth whitener thing that kind of just exploded you in <laughs> your mouth, five minutes teeth whitening or whatever BS that was. There was a phase yeah. where if you put this on your story, I'm going to unfollow you on the spot. I don't care. I don't care. Even if you sell me like an amazing product, I don't care. I'm still going to follow you. Because first of all, everyone knows that it's BS. Second of all, yeah. I don't follow any dentistry, the creators that are dentists, right? Or do dental care. So stick to whatever you're doing, you know? 
Like, if uh, are you telling me that you're gonna use this thing on a no, daily? No, but like it can be lifestyle blogging. Like this is how like I take care of myself. Blah blah. blah. But like it is BS. <laughs> it is whatever is BS. You know, if it, if it works, that all dentists should be out of work, or at least like the beauty dentists and like the ones do the no. thing. It doesn't. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, and, like a piece of plastic basically ended the a whole dental industry. <laughs> That's not how it works. It's it's so it was so irritating. Yeah, and like I saw this dentist like it. TikToker. He said it's a scam and i'm just like i fell for it i actually bought it like when i was younger and i was like oh i gotta get white teeth and i did it like every week passionately and then it... and how did it work out for you when you see something being like massively pushed on social media like that nine out of ten times it's a scam right because if something has merit at least like i say well why do you if you if this is good then why aren't you selling it through the clinics or whatever right why aren't you having doctors mm-hmm. recommend it and yeah. you know how tall gate and all these brands like nine out of ten doctors recommend it you know so is it like the one doctor that didn't recommend this thing or like you recommend <laughs> it that there, there, surely there's something wrong with it you know no but definitely this, this teeth strips the scam <laughs> And now, you know, throughout your four or five years as a creator, as a makeup artist and presenter, I'm sure you've had your fair share of challenges, you know, just here and there. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a bit more about, you know, a challenge. More than consistently. <laughs> why don't you tell us, you know, about a challenge or two that you faced throughout your journey that kind of defined it? Hmm. Honestly, what like you just asked in a perfect timing because something very recent happened. But like, let me think of something before, like something like an one old and and one new incident or challenge. Huh? Variety. <laughs> Variety. <laughs> oh yeah, an old one. I don't know. Uh, honestly, I don't remember an, like an old like challenge that I went through like growing like you know when I started I don't remember because again I told you like I was just doing it for the fun of it I mean I had like bad days I used to feel like sad I would do this creative look that took seven hours and like 20 people would see it and these 20 people are my friends (laughs) so like I had bad days with that but again I wasn't consistent my page wasn't public like I would just like depend on like my friends sharing my posts you know so a recent one, without mentioning uh, any names and anything, but I would just summarize it as a rejection, okay, that I went through recently from, like, an opportunity. And usually I deal with rejection very well, especially in this, in, like, in the career industry slash content creation, because you're going to go through rejection more than strands of my hair <laughs> my head, literally. You're going to go through a lot, okay, so that's fine. I was like, ah, it's fine. But there's like so many like underlying like reasons that made me feel like so hurt and so bummed out and that's the reason I took a big gap okay a week and a half is a very big gap for me okay so let's put that aside but uh, yeah so that was like very tough I felt like it didn't uh, like it didn't make me like rethink my work or like my worth or like my makeup talent like none of that it just hit me as in like what just happened you know so I don't know, like, what exactly do you want to know? Like, how did I go through it? Or, like, what hurt exactly? Or I don't know. Like, what? it's just a recent rejection that I went through. So, so I mean, kind of the essence of this question is kind of, you know, I went through this and this taught me this or, you know, this was 
how I overcame it and hence, you know, mm-hmm. someone listening that is about to enter this industry or is about to face, yeah. let's say, a similar rejection, how can they deal with it? How can they avoid it? You know, what are, if you would go back, how would, what would you do differently in that sense? Okay. I mean, it's just been three weeks, so <laughs> I didn't get to think of that yet. But uh, honestly, my like message would be that like, obviously you will get rejected a hundred times like you can't avoid it. You're not gonna be everyone's cup of tea, especially if you're a creative makeup artist or editorial or or fashion makeup artist or there's another type. What was it called? Avant-garde makeup artist, like or any content creator. Honestly, I don't want to be specific. You're not gonna be everyone's cup of tea. You're not gonna be every brand's cup of tea. Uh, brands look for specific visuals, specific people, specific faces, specific type of content literally tailored to the tiniest detail you don't even know so like you will get rejected have that in mind before like being successful you know like 100 percent. so that's one thing that like it made me like wake up to it more you know because like i've been alhamdulillah having a good streak for a while and like i have it like i have a goal i do i do it i have another goal i i reach it and then this was one of the goals and i was just like yo (laughs) what is this so how did I deal with it? Honestly, I just let myself like feel everything that I was feeling. I cried for days, literally. Uh, and I stopped creating. I couldn't like look at makeup because this opportunity was related to makeup. I couldn't look at makeup and just go like, well, let's, let's, do, let's do a look. No, <laughs> oh, I'm human, you know? So I just like allowed myself to like feel everything and just sit down and like, rant everything out you know uh acknowledge again that like makeup is my passion and if I didn't get a goal I mean I've been here for four years and I had so many goals didn't achieve them and I was okay so why are you not okay now like what's the difference like stress factor it's just that I've been doing good and then I do like I get rejected from something and I'm just like okay <laughs> I know I'm talented so like what's the reason but as you said, what was the reason? <laughs> but as you said, like behind everything, there, there, there is like a blessing in disguise. And it took me time to like understand like, okay, just I know it, but like, to, like let it soak in. So, yeah, that's it. But like my advice would be like, your rejection doesn't define like your worth. Any rejection, no matter how big the opportunity is. Like it's one of the two, either like, there is, an, there is a blessing in disguise, like you said, or you're just not their cup of tea and that's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Definitely, definitely. And we're all human, you know. I'm, I'm, you're made for something bigger. That's the whole thing. <laughs> no, we're all human. You gotta let it sink in. You gotta feel it. Even though if you have all of this mindset, like, oh, the, this is probably a blessing in disguise, whatever, still in the moment, in it's the moment? Like, and no let it way start. you can think yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah the, we're all human in the end of the day. Like this is what makes us human, right? The the whole irrationality. Yeah. This is what makes us human. Yeah. And I'm glad that you know, I'm glad that it's over. I'm glad that you're seeing it now. And I hope you don't have to deal with this again. And I hope and I'm sure that this will definitely add value to someone listening that is about to deal with something like this really or is so. dealing with it. And now, into, you know, onto the second kind of part of the segment that is about mistakes. Mm-hmm. Now, I love asking about mistakes. You'll never see anyone this excited to ask someone about their biggest mess up, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever you see someone in public, and I, I've, I use this analogy a lot, but it's true, I'll repeat it. Whenever you see someone in public, 
you'll never stop and ask them, hi, oh my God, a big fan. What is the biggest mistake that you made, right? Where you'll ask is that, yeah. oh, what is something that you made that you're proud of? That, that you know, your biggest success or like, when did you know the other that way you, around. Yeah, when did you know that you made it? But to be honest, mistakes is what teaches the person first and then someone that is interested in doing something similar next, right? So mm-hmm. what is a mistake that you made throughout your journey that you think others can learn from? Okay, I have two mistakes that I think I don't regret anything in my life except these two things. And not just career-wise, I regret nothing in my life except these two things, okay? Because I know I would have been in a very completely like different uh, position right now in like my like industry, but like I also believe that everything that happens happens for a reason, even though it's so cliche, but like, yes, but like I still regret these things, tiny regrets. Anyways, two mistakes. One, I was never consistent when I started. Like I told you, I've been there for like four years. The algorithm was amazing. Instagram was a blessing and I was not consistent. Okay, so that's one thing that I will always advise. Like any creator I run into, please be consistent. Like as hard as it may be, I swear to God, it pays off. Because if you're not in people's faces all the time, 24 seven, your content's out there, you're pushing regardless, people will forget you, you know? And you're not out there to please people, but as a creator, you should be there like all the time. Obviously take your emotional and mental like, breaks to like, you know, you know, like you don't like get drained, whatever, but regardless of that, be consistent. That's one mistake. Two, I always wanted to have a YouTube channel, okay? I, I started one recently. I wanted to start a YouTube channel. I wanted to start a YouTube channel since I was like 11, okay? Started when I was 19. I pushed, like I kept pushing the idea away just because of excuses. So that's the second mistake. Stop making excuses. Work with what you have. Whatever you have, like work with it. I kept going, like, I don't have a camera, I can't start a YouTube channel. I don't have proper light, like lighting setup, I can't start a YouTube channel. I don't have a backdrop, blah blah blah. All that. And I kept pushing through. And I know I would have made like cute content as a kid that would have blew up at that time you know like as kids I watched other kids why didn't I start a YouTube channel (laughs) I literally had vlogs ready like I had them but I never did anything with them like I was always this vloggy kid you know like everywhere so these are two mistakes I was never consistent and I always like made like a lot of excuses I still have this habit I overthink everything so much so these would be like my two regrets not being consistent and a lot of excuses, especially with YouTube. I'm just like, no, I can't. I need to like, everything has to be perfect and go see There's all never, like our yeah. OG YouTubers. They're, they their all content was never the perfect. And they literally the mud. mud. Like they would record from their laptop webcam. From I their iPads. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you would iPad, watch and be like, exactly. oh my God, I love this. But if you do exactly. yourself, let me do the same. No, I need to have a Nikon no. uh, yeah, 7XDR, so Sony, blah, 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 and all that stuff. Oh. Definitely. I think if if there's one thing, you know, as humans, we're masters in, it's making excuses. Like you can write a novel of excuses. And, you know, I think it, it is a thing that like, it is a thing that we all do, right? But I think... Mm. 
acknowledging that you're doing this, like telling yourself like, hey, Ali, yeah, I, know I know yeah, you're, bis- you're BSing yourself. I know you're BSing yourself. You know, you, you're saying you can't do this. No, you can, right? Because at yeah, the end yeah. of the day, it's kind of simple, right? One plus one is always equals yeah. two. If you want to start the YouTube channel, you have your phone, you have whatever. If you have your ideas, you can exactly. do it, right? It's so many YouTubers started from literally nothing and then they eventually got to that. But like, I've had so many creators and so many videographers and photographers and f- even filmmakers on the podcast. And the first thing they say whenever we get into the advice bit is do not think about equipment. Do not think about equipment. Do not think about it. Equipment is just a piece of metal. It's literally a piece yeah. of metal. Do you think your content, you your content, journey you have defined idea. by a piece of metal? When you're watching a YouTube videos, the first thing that you look at is that, yeah, no, I mean, the, the cameras, graphics, the, cameras, the end, but look at the end. No, there's still a bit of light coming on. So, yeah, I'm gonna close this video, unsubscribe, exactly. pray every night that this person dies. No, no. Exactly. it's not that deep. It's seriously not that deep. And there's so deep. many things that you pay attention to that no one else watching or listening will. But you know, just yeah. you know your content better than anyone. But just do it. Literally, just start, and then you'll eventually get there. You know, you'll start yeah. even if it's terrible quality. You'll have someone in the comments be like, "Okay, I like this, but maybe you know, do Yay. something about the quality." <laughs> you know, your yeah. face looks better when it's not pixelated, and then okay, <laughs> I'll I'll do that. I, I'll fix it, and then you move forward. Yeah. You keep going, but you have to start. There is never, you know, the right yeah. time or the right moment. You know, this is life. Yep. There is always something that will happen. You know, like shit. It will always hit the fan. This is life. Happen. Yeah, th- this is this is life. Yeah, so yeah. that's something. Honestly, yeah. I would always advise people like stop exactly. putting a lot of a lot of excuses and just start work with what you have, regardless. Exactly, especially in this day and age. Honestly, like, there are f- photographers yeah. that you know go global or viral or whatever with literally just their iPhone. <laughs> yeah. it's it's not it's really literally that literally never the equipment. Anymore. The equipment just gives you like an upper hand to do better than you already do you know exactly you, don't you need, need to, to start have, you can rent equipment there's like now like what you said now in this time you can always find a solution to start exactly so, you don't start, <laughs> start. <laughs> the, 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 that's the thing like i've had so many people come to you and tell me like oh so i have this idea for a podcast uh, and this and that but i'm gonna do it in the summer but just not now <laughs> Because I have this thing. And then the thing is, in the summer, something will come up, right? In the summer, yeah. something will come up. And then, oh, the next, the next semester, you know, I can't do it then. It's, it's a bit harder, you know, I'm growing up. And then you graduate and then be like, uh, I, I'm looking I wait for until a job. I graduate, so like and when then, I work, I'll be freer. Yeah, and then you start working. You're like, you know, it's still on the earlier stages, so I got to work hard to prove myself. And then you prove yourself. You're like, well, now I need a promotion. And then you're 30. And then and- that's it. <laughs> And, and then the next thing you know you just keep going but then when you start early then you start making time for it because it becomes a part of your routine uh becomes a part of your blah 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 the later you start the harder it is for you to balance it right but then when yeah. you start early when you know the lay of the land when you know how to fit it in with whatever it is that you do on the side then you'll actually get the hand of it but there is never right time and you want to do something do it you know do it exactly. like, I, I, i'm a huge fan of gary v like, i have his book over here at the back yeah. I, I never read it i don't read books but still i just have it it looks nice but this guy i love what he says the, when, <laughs> whenever anyone tells him like i have this really good idea he holds up their phone he's like hold your phone talk to the camera 
do it like what do you want me to tell you do you want someone to come down from heaven with like a perfect recipe of like okay so ali here's how you're gonna do it you're gonna record for exactly 10 minutes and 30 seconds on this day you're, you're gonna, gonna get this it. shot and then you're gonna get 1000 views or whatever no you literally just yeah. start and then you'll see like just start just put your foot through the door just start and then literally these two words just start literally it, it, it really is simple That's like it. i think uh, I think I, I have a simple outlook on life. You know, one plus one equals two. If you want to do something, do it. You know, it's, it's not that yeah. deep. Just do, do it. it. <laughs> instead I of wasting someone time me telling like four me years like, ago. Exactly. Four. It's like, instead of telling me like why you can't do it, it's, take that one hour or two and Google how to do it or listen to someone that did it and then be like, okay, I can take a thing or two from them. But, you know, let's, let's not have it so motivational <laughs> so people don't think that we're reading off Instagram motivation <laughs> even though i don't like these quotes to be honest because they kind of dumb it down and be like no, but oh it's just that simple whether... but it's true you know yeah no i i don't like these pages like a lot but like sometimes like when i see them on my page and they come in the right time like whether we like it or not it hits somewhere in our brain okay so it's not just instagram cliche codes <laughs> definitely i hate the ones that be like about the money you're gonna be the first millionaire in your family oh, yeah, yeah how is your yes, money not working uh... for you are you did you not buy bitcoin yet <laughs> no and i won't <laughs> it's, it's, okay yeah, if yeah. your end goal in life is to make money go ahead and do it that uh, like, yeah. why do you have to bombard me with all this bs for <laughs> just do your thing no one wants your no, i mean about like these like message of the day like some of my yeah, stories exactly. stuff, stuff, stuff i always like post like reminders you, you know? something like that yeah Exactly. exactly. Like I have I have sticky notes all over my room. Or, you know, unf- yeah, I, I would Damn. turn the thing, but it would destroy the mic and the audio setup. So yeah. that's not. We but yeah, like that. you just gotta remind yourself that you know you already know this stuff. It's in your head. Remind yourself. And mm. now you know, as we are getting closer to signing off, I love to ask okay. people about what they have in store or what they think is in store for them. So you mm. like you were just saying, you're getting back into the content game after your long break of a week and a half. <laughs> so are what are some of, of your <laughs> what are some of your plans for the future or where do you want to take your content next hmm. okay i feel like my goals uh, don't limit to just my content i have like goals that i want to like achieve uh, hopefully soon <laughs> honestly i'm not gonna put the time from frame for them this is a big lesson i, I learned <laughs> but like I feel like when it comes to makeup, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing, find ways to evolve more. There isn't a specific path, you know, obviously like get more exposure out of my makeup. But again, like I'm, I've been doing what I'm doing for years and that's why I'm still here. So I'm just going to continue doing that and find ways to evolve, you know, uh, probably um, one of the things I want to like look into is get a certification. I am self-taught, but I want to do some things that's like, you know, this is a part of like a project I have on a side. Won't talk about it now, but yeah. <laughs> another goal would be, I want to take like my presenting to another level. So again, I want to like get certification for it. Probably my goals now is just like certifying like the talents I have. I feel like to summarize it, Danny. I don't think there's anything else. Just stick to like what I'm doing and just keep doing it. Be consistent. <laughs> love that and good luck with yeah. it and Thank now you. you know on to a different set of questions there's just two and they're really short yet quite deep okay. but basically yeah. these i put them to kind of let people know a little bit more about you instead of like you know the content creator nadine just nadine yeah. the human so okay. first things first 
as Nadine Hussain, how do you define success? Mm. It's uh, deep. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, it's a steep. <laughs> it's a I mean, steep usually problem. I would know what to answer, like, such questions. So, wait. Okay. I feel like success to me is growth. And it doesn't have, like, I don't define growth. Growth can be very different depending on, like, the state I'm in. So, but, like, growth. Yeah. So, like, that's and, what defines success to me. And now the second so Just one, one word that I can... No, 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 whatever. The, the next one is the one about words. So this is, again, I say this every episode, but this is a completely unique question. You have never heard this before in your life. But how would you define yourself in just three words? Three? Okay. Um, creative. I always go by, like, I, I have to. Creative. <laughs> uh, unique which goes by my name, why I say the Nadine Hassan. And people would think I'm so cocky, but no, like I, there is a reason why it's that. Because I'm unique and always will be. So lying and strong. These three words, always go by them. <laughs> Perfect. What a note to end this episode on. Once again, Nadine, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an thank absolute you. pleasure to talk to you, to talk about your amazing thank journey you. and how you've taken it all the way up. And hopefully keep growing, hopefully keep expanding and diversifying your talent and certifying it. <laughs> and, certifying once, it. <laughs> and once again, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me and the smiling face that's there. <laughs> <laughs> I hope honestly, I hope that I that I'm able to post the IGTV videos. Because basically there's a, a for context, there's a gap behind me in the background where nothing is there, no decoration, whatever. So I just draw a Honestly, whiteboard made me smile, and so. drew a smiley face <laughs> on it. Yes, but I, I'm thinking of hanging it up on the wall. So whenever I'm in a Zoom call or whatever, I just have a smiley face there. So if, for example, if yeah. like I call for my internship and my manager is bashing me because I missed something, and but there's a smiley face. Problem it was solved. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure i mean what a guest to have on the 40th episode of up next it is the 40th episode wow 40 that's a big number we're nearing one year of up next and a whole number i'm obsessed with whole numbers 40th like perfectly timed and one year of up next will be in like a month yeah so people have listened to me talk endlessly for a for a year so get yourself checked hopefully years Oh, if you've been listening all this long, get yourself, Jeff. <laughs> no, but what's get thank you? Medal. <laughs> thank you for all the support. And Nadine, thank you so much for joining me. And I hope you thank guys you. have enjoyed this episode and that it has added value to you or to whatever it is that you do. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. And that is a wrap.